you guys are going to start a trend because that one is actually one you could wear out to the club. I think that's who who put who put this one together. See, it's a mystery. It just showed up in the clubhouse one day. Um, you know, there's some suspicion that it was Guriel. Uh, mm. I could see Long. I, I could see Longo having some influence on that one as well. Uh, but and I was over by Nikki's locker too, so may, maybe it was Nick. But uh, yeah, I, I think Tori was joking that he's got one like that in his garage or something like that. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 196 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. And one of my bosses, Jake Storiali, is extremely excited today because we're talking about, yeah, Jake's snakes and the centerpiece of this team moving forward. He is Corbin Carroll. Corbin, welcome to the Chris Rose Rotation. How you doing, man? Doing well. Yeah, you're in... uh... Here in D.C. for a couple of days, got a little off day here and got to tour the Capitol. So, you know, fun, fun, little exciting trip. Yeah. For a guy who's kind of bouncing around most of these cities for the first time ever as a big leaguer, do you make sure that you kind of take everything in? Do you take a little bit of time? I know the, the schedule's crazy and all that sort of stuff, but, you know, you grew up out west, so I don't even know if you had had a chance to visit D.C. before. Yeah. Um, you know came out here one time in in seventh grade we had the seventh grade trip here um so but you're right yeah most of these cities you know hadn't been to uh let's see philadelphia uh, pittsburgh was a new one too um miami so lots of fun checking these cities out and uh you know I, i'm a little bit of a foodie so my uh you know trying to find some some good food spots in every all these cities we're going to all right, so out of all these cities that you've hit so far, if there was one food place you're telling me to go to, which city am I headed to, and what's the place? All right, definitely um, San Francisco. There was a amazing, um, you know, hole in the wall sushi spot. Um, what was it? I think it was called Akita, something like that. Okay. Un- unbelievable. I took, uh, you know. I went with a group of guys um, and we showed up and I got some looks when we walked in that door. They're like, where'd you take us? And uh, when, when we left, everyone's like, oh my gosh, that was that was unbelievable. <laughs> Who'd you roll with that day? Oof, we went with uh, Alec Thomas and then some, some of the young pitchers. It was uh, Tommy Henry, Ryan Nelson, uh, Brandon Fott was there. Um, yeah, good, good crew. It's fun to have some, you know, some young guys to uh, go through this with. Okay, so uh, I'm no math major here, but those all sound like pre-arb guys, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and since since you did just sink your teeth into a nice deal right before the season started, does that mean you have to pick up the tab every time you roll with these guys? You know, I try to. Um, I, I I love to. Um, you know, that's. If, if there's one thing that you know I'm willing to splurge on, it's uh, it's definitely you know um, food and and just taking care of the guys. So, uh, but actually, I, that one that one was the one that time that I didn't. Uh, you know, someone stuck their uh, card in the the bill before I even saw it. I'm like, man, I got I got suckered. Okay, well, let's give them a shout out. Let's let's let yeah, everybody shout know who out, doesn't out. have the shout out. Nelly, Nelly, Nelly picked up that one. <laughs> anyway, Ryan, good job. Good, 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 good work. guy right there. Yeah. All right. Um, so do we have a 
bull, uh, Charlie Blackman of the Rockies, he didn't call it a mullet. He would call it a moulet to give it a little class. Is that what we're going for these days? Um, I think I think you just can't switch it up when things are working. So it's kind of taken on a uh, you know mind of its own over here. But uh, you know we're we're rolling with it, and uh, you know hopefully hopefully we'll be getting it cut uh, pretty soon here. <laughs> No, 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 no. You got to let, just let that thing eat, dude. Just let it go. I mean, you're in first place at the time we're talking. Just that thing might be down to your ass by October. You're right. You're right. No, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be too shabby, would it? That, uh, you know, a lot of things would have gone right if that was the case. So, um, so there's for you as a guy who hasn't even had a hundred games in the show yet. There are growing experiences each and every day. And I imagine one of the cool things for you is seeing little kids with the Carol jersey on and all sorts of stuff. But did you have a chance to turn around and see Kevin Durant wearing your jersey out in Arizona this year? Yeah, that was uh that was that was super cool. Um but you're right, it just it brings such a big smile to my face seeing uh you know some of the younger kids start to start to populate some uh, some Carol jerseys over at Chase Field, but uh, yeah, you know, I I grew up going to Mariners games. Um, you know, it'd be uh, lots of Griffey jerseys, even though he wasn't playing. Um, you know, Impact E out in the city. You know, you're looking at your your Felix jerseys, Seager jerseys, um, and then I actually got to go back this year for the for the 18 inning uh, playoff game check that out and the stadium was just littered with uh with julio jerseys i mean they, they love them there and so just just kind of cool to see that uh you know next wave rolling in and uh just the impact that you know kind of some of the young guys are having on the game wait did you stay for all 18 innings of course <laughs> yeah i went with uh i went with mama carol that's awesome i love that um were you into it as a fan or because you're now a big leaguer? Was it a different feeling for you? No, I was, I was into it as a fan. Um, you know, that one was a kind of a cool atmosphere. Um, there was a ton of Seattle sports that day. I think there was like a hockey game um, right after it. There was maybe a UW football game right before. Um, so everyone had kind of been hustling all over the city and, uh, you know, Everyone had stayed too for uh, for all eighteen. I mean, the stadium was just as full in the eighteenth as it was in the first, and uh, it was you know they st- I think they stopped selling alcohol in like the seventh or eighth. So uh, everyone was getting pretty rowdy at the end. Like, let's go, come on, get this thing over with. <laughs> that's when you got to sneak the alcohol in. That's a that's a that's a veteran move if you do that, just in case it goes extras. All right, noted. Noted. Today's episode of the Chris Rose Rotation presented by these guys over at Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun this summer with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. In fact, Shady Rays offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. But guess what? They keep money in your pocket. They've got the durable frames, extremely clear optics. I'm telling you, everybody, you look great out there. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear. You've heard me talk about it all across our platforms here at John Boy Media. They are backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? 
If you lose or you break a pair, even on day one of ownership, they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. So if you call them up and you're like, damn it, I lost my shades. They're not going to be like, really, Rose? What happened? They're going to be like, okay, we got your address on file. We'll send out a new pair. You don't want an explanation? No, we don't need an explanation. We, we need another pair of sunglasses on your face. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Use the code word ROSE. 50% off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com. Code word is ROSE. 50% off two-plus pair of polarized sunglasses. You will look like a million bucks without spending it. So who was the guy that you, who was the uh, the jersey that you wore growing up? Were you an Ichiro guy because he was fast and an outfielder or somebody else? Yeah, so uh, Ichiro was my first first jersey ever. It's actually let's see if, see if we can see that, but uh, oh. it's like my little little mini jersey, right? And then I got to meet him, so oh, that was that was the coolest thing ever. Um, but yeah, I mean that that was you know uh, first jersey ever. Um, Trying to think who else I had. I, I definitely had, you know, a normal size, the, you know, the white and um, blue jersey. Uh, I, can't, I can't, can't quite remember who it was. All right. So when you meet Ichiro, and how old were you? 15? Something like that? No. Um, must have been, must have been 18. Okay. All right. So you were just getting toward the draft and stuff. So, did he have an idea kind of like who you were like, all right, this kid's going to be a baller coming up. Um, no, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I think, uh, you know, just the Mariners asked him, they're like, Hey, we've got this, uh, this Seattle kid who, you know, really looked up to you and, you know, you were kind of his, you know, favorite player hero growing up. Um, you know, would you, would you take a few minutes to talk to him? It was, it was a, more one of those deals. And so, um, you know, was really thankful that you know the Mariners gave me that opportunity, but then that uh, you know he was he was willing to uh, to reciprocate and uh, you know just spend that time and just share share some little tidbits with me that you know it, that really left an impact on me. Okay, give me one. Um, I'd, I'd say the biggest one uh, is do do the same thing every day. You know, he, he was a big fan of obviously routine, but, you know, he took that to the next level in terms of discipline and, and refining that routine. And, uh, you know, kind of the way that he framed it was if you're constantly changing things, how, how do you know what what the cause and effect is um, in terms of the product on the field? And so, um, you know, not not chasing the results, um, I think, ties into that. Um you know, just ride ride the wave, right? Ride ride the wave. Did you did you ever try his stance? Um, no, not not really. Um, yeah, that you, you're talking about the little the little right right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> I I want to circle back to the Kevin Durant thing because. Listen, it's cool if anybody wants to wear your jersey. But when one of the great athletes in the history of his sport, you turn around and you see him, he picked your jersey to wear to the game. 
that you didn't just take a moment and say that shit's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, also crazy. I remember again in Seattle. Um, you know, we'd walk a couple blocks over to the Key Arena and go watch uh, KD play for the Sonics. You know, when I was probably seven or eight. Um, so, you know, just it was kind of like, whoa, like, you know, when he he's wearing my jersey, like what? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think he's obviously, you know, he's a pretty big baseball fan. Um, I think seeing him at all sorts of games, um, you know, Yankees, you know, it just, it seems like whatever city he's playing in, he's always showing love to the, the, the baseball team and, um, and just baseball in general. And so, uh, I, I heard he might be a little bit of a, uh, MLB the show player too. So. Maybe that's just a rumor, though. <laughs> are Are you an MLB MLB the Show guy too? Uh, not really. I I, I was for uh, for a little bit in twenty in twenty one. You know, going through rehab, I was like missing baseball. You know, had had to get it in some way. <laughs> so it's interesting when you got hurt in twenty twenty one. I saw a story that they invited you to sit with one of the advanced scouts behind home plate and watch. And they thought, well, okay, well, maybe you'll show up occasionally. You showed up for every game and sat with the scout. Why was it so important for you to do that? And what did you take away most from watching the game from that perspective? Yeah, you know, went into it with um, kind of the idea of, hey, you know, we'll go to a few games here and there. Um, you know, that was another idea that was brought up to me by uh, – you know, some, some people in our front office and, and, and coaching staff. And um, I was like, yeah, let, let's just see, you know, no harm, no foul. Go check it out. And then, you know, kind of the second I got there, um, you know, within, within a game or two, I was like, hey, like, you know, this is something that could really help me. Um, kind of a unique opportunity. Obviously, most uh, most clubs don't have their rehab facility in the uh, same city as their major league city. Um, so, yeah, you know, I was definitely glad to take advantage of that um, and, and sitting with like, uh, Gardy, uh, as we call him. Um, you know, he, he's he been a manager. He's He played himself. Um, and, you know, now he's kind of on the scouting side and then doing some advanced stuff too. Like, he just had so many different views um, and so many different experiences that just, just I think he sees baseball in a little bit different way. Than, uh, than a lot of people that I'd been around. And so he had all sorts of little things. Um, you know, I, I think that's kind of what, what got him to to that level, to, to the big league level, and, and got him to stay there for a while um, was just that attention to the detail and the small things. So, um, you know, there, there was a lot of that element. But also just, you know, see, seeing those players, like, major league players fail, um, you know, on a somewhat consistent basis. That was, that was really powerful, right? Like I think as a minor league player, you look at those guys and it's the pinnacle, right? Like you think that they're perfect and just watching, you know, it it didn't matter if it was the best player in the field, the worst player in the field. Um, You know, everyone made mistakes and just seeing how, how people responded to it. 
um, in my mind, I was like, Hey, you know, this, this is a separator, right? Like if everyone's making mistakes and, and the best players are, um, you know, their head's still in the game, it doesn't seem to phase them. Uh, a lot of them at least, um, you know, maybe that's something that is, is important. I love that perspective. We spent a lot of time on this show talking about the failure aspect because it is so prevalent in this sport. And the only way you can make it is if you learn how to channel that and how to deal with it and how to fight through it because every great major leaguer does it. Um, Do you have somebody you rely on? Do you have a mental skills coach? Do you talk to one of your parents? Do you talk to a former coach of yours? Who is it when you're off a little bit that you rely on? Um, you know, I take, some some level of importance to trying to be um, kind of as self-reliant as I can be. Um, but when I when I do need someone and you know it's it's normally not like hey like it's my parents though it's it's my family um, but it's not no it's not hey you know you know baseball's tough right now like you know Swing's not feeling right, something like that. It's just just being able to talk to them about anything other than baseball. Um, normally, normally, that's my best recipe for success. You know, it's weird because I feel like I'm talking to a guy who's been in the show for ten years, but you're you're 22. There are you have high school classmates that just graduated from college, right? And here you yeah. are at the highest level of your profession. Um, can you, can you be 22 and be a nine figure guy and have all this attention and still kind of be a kid that makes mistakes in life? Or do you feel like a, a pressure to have to be the dude right now? Yeah, you know, I, I think that definitely speaks back to kind of what we we're talking about with what I saw in 21. Right. And like, I mean, if, if you want to throw, you know, like, now I, I won't use names, <laughs> but uh, you know, I see the you know best player in the field make make mistakes and and keep his head up and you know go over four and then come up with the, the game winning at bat. Um, you know, see, seeing all those different little things, it's like you know, no no one no one gets it right all the time. It's just it's all it's all percentages, and you know maybe maybe your those those percentages slide based on who you're facing. Um, you know, how you're feeling that day, but just I think a hundred percent of your efforts, all that's, you know, if you, if you can put that in, um, you're in a good spot. More of the Rose rotation coming your way. But first I want to let you know, there has never been a better time for Rose rotation listeners to fan like a champ. Thanks to the good folks at foco.com. Why? Because foco is officially licensed by major league baseball and the MLB PA. They have a ton of products out there. Everything from these cool straw hats, which come in so handy during the summer to fight the sun. They've got floral shirts. They've got loungewear. They've got really cool player and even mascot bobbleheads. Where can you get a bobblehead like Slider? Huh? You can get it at FOCO. It's obviously never been easier to get the gear, find your fandom, let everybody know where your allegiances lie. 
right? Got the big C for my Cleveland team. Foco.com, everything you need for 162 games and beyond, whether you're taking in the action at the ballpark or just lounging at home. So if you're ready to take your team spirit to the next level, head on over to Foco.com slash John Boy. That is F-O-C-O dot com slash John Boy. Get ready to gear up. And right now for our listeners, use that code word John Boy. You're going to get 50% off your first order. That is Foco.com. Be a great fan today. Have you gone up to Longo yet and told him, hey, I was seven years old when you made your major league debut? (laughs) Uh, Alonzo's the best. Um, he really is. Um, but uh, yeah, he he makes all sorts of jokes about you know how how young I am, how how old he is. Um, no, but I mean, at heart, he's he's a kid too, right? I mean, he he loves uh, you know just just hanging with the guys, and uh, yeah, he's he's been a great influence to have this year. So you didn't answer my question. You make old man jokes. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, dude can still swing it, especially against lefties. I saw him hit one four fifty two the other day to dead center. He can still get it done. Yeah, it seems, it seems like every homer he hits is just four thirty plus. I mean, he's he's got he's got incredible power, um, and it's it's easy too. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah. It ain't bad. Um, I saw you get your first walk-off hit the other day. I couldn't believe that they said that was at any level. What, were you always the guy scoring the game-winning run and not, you know, because you were on base being a being a pest? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I try to think back on it. I just I don't think there was, like, that many opportunities. Um but yeah, in the, in the minor leagues, I probably had like maybe one or two, and then uh, you know, ne- never in high school, um, maybe maybe once or twice in uh, you know summer ball or whatever. But yeah, just just not. I don't know. Not, wasn't wasn't too many opportunities, but uh, yeah, you know, to just. Get that uh get that win was was a big one. Um, you know, it was our, our first sweep of the year. Um and it was a four game sweep, much you know. Um, which made it a little sweeter. So yeah, you know, cool cool way to be able to, you know, cap off that that first sweep. All right. So you, then you get to put on, I don't know, are we calling it the victory vest? Is that what, it, what we're calling it? Yes. Okay. Um, you guys are going to start a trend because that one is actually one you could wear out to the club. I think that's who, who put, who put this one together? See, it's a mystery. It just showed up in the clubhouse one day. Um, you know, there's some suspicion that it was Guriel. Uh, mm. I could see long, I, I could see Longo having some influence on that one as well. Um, but, and I was over by Nikki's locker too. So may, maybe it was Nick, but, uh, yeah, I, I think Tori was joking that he's got one, like, get that in his garage or something like that nice it's a you i mean you guys might be selling these things in the gift shop pretty soon it's going to be like the uh like the padres home run chain there's going to be fans walking around with victory vests pretty soon out there yeah hopefully hopefully it's you know like a fan giveaway a little later this year or something hey marketing department's already on that bad boy i can tell you that (laughs) 
Uh, so you mentioned you were a Mariners fan. You got to be a Seahawks fan. I mean, it that's right in your wheelhouse when when you were growing up, them going on the Super Bowl run. Oh yeah, um, you know, kind of cool to see them have this this resurgence that seems to uh, you know be coming now. But yeah, you know, um, that was that was right in my you know childhood. Um, you know those those Legion of Boom teams, those Super Bowl teams. Um, yeah, that was you know on, on game days. You know, I think it's pretty well known. Like the stadium gets pretty loud, and uh, you know you could sometimes hear it from from my parents house um you know just that's that's what that's what seattle football is to me so the day that they whooped uh the broncos in super bowl 48 where were you at a party i think i was with uh some select ball teammates either it was either for that one or for the uh, that might have been the pats one actually but uh mm. Yeah, went a little different, but uh, yeah, no. Um, e- either with some select ball teammates or at a, at a Super Bowl party, I'm sure. So I, um, you know, I also work for the NFL Network, and so I was actually covering. I was doing the post game after Super Bowl Forty Nine, and our green room is in the bowels of the stadium, and it the Seahawks had to walk past our green room to get to their locker room. There's like a seven second delay on the TV and between real time. So you hear the crowd going nuts after the goal line interception and a bunch of the Seahawks walk off the field. And I see Marshawn Lynch walk past shaking his head. I got Bruce Irvin is screaming at the top of his lungs. Like why the fuck didn't we give the ball to 24 screaming? I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, people could see this right now. Holy smokes. I, I imagine that's probably the pervasive feeling uh, that day as a Seahawks fan, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I remember. I, I think I was. That was the one that I was with my uh, you know teammates for because I, I remember we were like probably, what, 13, 12. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we decided we're like. You know, we can't watch his last play. We like, we all just like looked away. We were like hiding behind the couch, and then we look up and we're like, "What? What just happened?" Like, just yeah, that was a that was a nightmare, man. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your team. As we tape, you guys are in first place in the National League West. Uh, I think the first month or so, everybody's like, "Oh, that's kind of a cute story." Well, now we're like nine weeks into the season. Why are the Diamondbacks going to be here in late September, staring eye to eye with the Dodgers, if not being ahead of them? I mean, I I think just what it really comes down to is, um, you know, just just keeping the sights narrow. Um, You know, I, I don't think a lot of us necessarily think about that, right? Like, I think we're focused on today and showing up to the field prepared. Um, and I think just the the confidence that we have all have right now, like a great example would be last night. We're down four zero after the first, um, you know, they, they hit a, a grand slam, you know, fan, fans are pretty into it. Um, 
And it just, it didn't seem like anyone batted an eye. Um, and I think that's an impressive trait for a team. Um, so I think kind of that combination of we, we've had a ton of come, be- come from behind victories. Just, I think that's given us an ability to, to come into any game and, and be in any game, regardless of the score and, and just be singularly focused on, you know, when we're in the field, we're going to make all the plays. When we're at the plate, we're going to score as many runs as we can. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's given us a lot of freedom. Uh, one of my favorite guys in the game is Tori Lovello. And he, cause he feels like he could just hang in a clubhouse. I think he's got a lot of like Terry Francona in him. Just a guy who doesn't ask too much of you. Just play your ass off. Do a few of the right things. And that's good enough for me. But he also is kind of like a little bit of a goofball. Like funny dude. Have you, Do you get to see that side of him? Yeah, a little bit. Pro- probably not as much as, uh, as some. But yeah, a little bit. I think he tries to put on a little bit more of a tough face for the young guys, right? Like, be be more that example. But yeah, I've, I've seen him, you know, get loose and, and joke around a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, he he's, you know, obviously the only manager I've, I've played for. But um, you know, I have nothing but good things to say about him. He uh, was was really good to me during my rehab process, and like would shoot me a phone call or text every once in a while and just hmm. check in. Um, you know. And obviously at that point, I wasn't a big league player yet. Um, Just, you know, one of the minor league guys. And so I think that just says a lot about him and, um, you know, his attention to detail, his commitment to this organization. Um, Yeah. Listen, um, when people talk about you right now, they obviously talk about the deal that you signed after just 38 major league games. Um. And I know that the whatever the money's there, it's great. It's not what you're. I understand all that stuff. But when you're 22 and you sign a piece of paper and now you're set for life, did you take a second and be like, "God, that is that is amazing that that happened that quickly"? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not like you know a, a part of it. Um, you know. I, I guess when it was first brought up to me, um, you know, agent came and was kind of just like, Hey, you know, they're, they're interested in, you know, at least talking. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're interested in that, you know, at least talking, you know, they just want to hear, uh, they want to see if you'd be interested in hearing what they have to say. Um, you know, would you? And, um, yeah, I was like, absolutely. 100%. Um, I just, I think that any time that, you know, if it's, 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 it's life changing money. And I think that that deserves respect and, uh, you know, not, not, yeah, just kind of a realization, obviously that not a lot of people get this opportunity. And so just really tried to go into that, um, you know, just, just very respectful. Um, just was, uh, yeah, just, just not something that, um, a lot of people get that opportunity. So was, was pretty grateful to, uh, you know, be able to go through that process and have something work out. 
Hey guys, sorry for interrupting the program, but join the NBA Finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you use code ROSE, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort in KC, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt in a 10-plus leg required for a 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and Deposits restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Now back to the show. All right, I got a couple more, and then we'll let you go uh, back to doing what you you do great, and that's prep for the Washington Nationals. Um, you know, I know the moments don't seem too big for you, but has there been that moment where you've been on the field with somebody and you're like, that's cool. Like, that is awesome. Getting to share the same office space with somebody yet yeah um you know my, my first game when everything was still um yeah just first game um getting to see harper that was that was, that was a pretty cool moment um that, that was probably the that was probably the, the one that comes to mind did you ever have a chance to Say something to him. Did he welcome you to the show? Uh, I mean, you guys are both outfielders, so yeah, both outfielders stuff. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I guess you know, yeah, the, the infielders a little more chatty with, right? Like, uh, Freddie, Freddie was another cool one. Um, you know, that's that's cool because you're you get to be over on first base, and you know, you get to say, you know, welcome to the show, kid. <laughs> that ain't bad. Um, last thing I want to hit on, you are one of the faster ball players out there. When did you know that you could outrun anybody? And you had, have you had one of those moments where somebody's challenged you to a race and you'd be like, really? So I'm going to take 20 bucks from you right now just to show you up on all this stuff. Let's, um, you know, I've, I've always been on the faster side, um, you know, was honestly growing up was more of like a long distance runner. Um, you know, mile, 5K. Uh, and then kind of more starting in probably beginning of high school, you know, started to focus a little bit more on uh, just being explosive, you know, a little shorter term, some sprint stuff. Um, but yeah. Middle school and before was always, you know, cross-country guy, not a track and field guy. So kind of interesting how things worked out. Don't tell me you, you get one of those runners high because I, I – come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not not really. I don't, I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you can track them down with the best of it. By the way, is, is Gold Glove on the uh, – on the wish list for you one of these days? Yeah. I mean, you know, we've got, we've got an incredible outfield coach in, uh, in Dave McKay. And I just, I think it would be, uh, you know, 
a, a really big honor to uh to you know for any of us to, to win a gold glove um you know i think it's just a testament to him um and would, would be something that would be really cool to do for him all right before we let you go we're going to spin the wheel of moderately interesting things you'll answer one question get you out of here crushing it this is, this is gonna be a weird question since you're so young but who was your first childhood crush first childhood crush i feel like i feel like jennifer aniston's up there i think i think Dude, that might you be just, you just moved up a few on the ladder that's impressive <laughs> what were you watching reruns of friends no she was in all sorts of movies um okay yeah good one that's a good one all right she was on my list too i just want to let you know but that's kind of bad news for you since I got 30 years on you, but that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Uh, it has been a blast watching you so far through 100 games of, uh, of big league ball. Keep doing your thing, and the uh, you and the Diamondbacks are onto something special here. It's been it's been really fun watching you through the first nine weeks of the season. Hey, yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, you know, thanks, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, continued success to you as well. Uh, for our amazing producer, Robbie Chiracco, our summer intern, Alden Stone, and the present and future of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll, I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.